K's, two A's in America. Three K's, two A's, America. Three K's, two A's in America. Damn, I feel amazing. Damn, damn, we got a Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Black on Both Sides. I am one half of the dynamic duo. It's your boy, King Kunta. And you all know, world-renowned, locally known, universally accepted, my co-host, be honest. (laughs) I don't know that I'm universally accepted. I saw some videos today from some, I guess, pure-blooded black people that would have you think otherwise. (laughs) <laughs> apparently well, apparently my recessive genes of whiteness uh can contaminate the black race so i'm not sure that it's universal but i would like to think that you know mostly accepted well the black side for sure <laughs> and uh you know just to kick off i think that you know we would be remiss remiss if we didn't say you know you know kudos you know to uh, Jay Prince of Rap-A-Lot Records for coming through in the last minute and ensuring that the world is able to have more Aubrey Graham music in the future. Uh, it was an OG call. I appreciate it. And I, uh, my sources are telling me that Drake is up uh, sitting on his own. Um, he's eating solid foods again and that he's on the path to recovery. Uh, have you heard anything uh, to that effect, be honest? He's stupid, man. <laughs> come, come on, man. It wasn't that brutal. Well, you know, I, I, I also heard that the Adidas deal is still on. It is still on. I don't know what it's going to be called, but the deal is still on. They're just waiting for Drake to get back, you know, to, you know, to fight in shape. You know, we're looking for something maybe in about another, you know, six months. Won't be long. You'll see Aubrey out there. You know, beard grown in, it's gonna be good. And he's gonna be and he's gonna be back. You know, wow. he's eaten, push is eaten, still haven't heard the entire album. Uh but but none, nonetheless, uh way way to step up Jay Prince and uh, make the OG call. I appreciate that. Yeah, I don't I don't know about his excuse or his reasoning, but you know, hey. At the end of the day, maybe maybe this was the beat the well, you know what's what's funny is that this is not really East Coast West Coast, Coast beef. I don't think Toronto got riders like that. They probably do, but it's not like they can get here. You know what I'm saying? Like it's, no. the riders can't can't go. Most of them have felonies, so they can't go across the border. So this nope. this probably wouldn't have turned into that. But nonetheless, you know, hey, whatever. And on that same note, I also want to say congratulations to. Uh, Dwayne Carter, a.k.a. Wheezy F. Baby. Please don't say the baby anymore on a huge win for us all. Uh, the Carter Five will be coming. There was an eight-figure settlement. I cannot wait to have little Wheezy uh, mumble through some pre-seizurous raps. It's going to be great. I like when they, say eight, when they say eight-figure, and it was exactly the eight. Like, it couldn't be less... Of an eight figure than than what it was. I love when they that's say that. That's accurate reporting. Say again. That's accurate reporting. That's what I need in my news sources. Accuracy. That's great. <laughs> Man, had it been one dollar less, it wouldn't have been an eight figure deal. No, it would not have. But <laughs> nevertheless, that is not the news which was reported. So kudos, Lil Wayne. I knew you could do it. Uh, the people need the Carter. We're waiting. Uh, you know, 
we can't wait to see what you have for us. Ugh. I hope you've been working on new music, and uh, I cannot wait. I look forward to it. Not a Lil Wayne fan. Not a Lil Wayne Sounds fan. like a personal problem. Anyway, can't wait. Ready to get this, this show on the road. Cannot wait. Uh, Dedication 6, nice. Dedication 6, part 2, nicer. Carter 5, Probably a little bit dated, so I'm ready for him to get back in the lab, get those two cups of lean going, uh, get Drake ghostwriting, and and we can just you know we'll we'll update the album and we'll be here and it's going to be great. Can't wait. Yeah, I can't wait either. I fell off around Carter too, but I'm I'm excited to hear new music because it seems like he's had a gag order or something for so long, and that's got to be frustrating. So I'm excited to hear what he has to say after all this time. Hopefully, it's good stuff. It will probably be the same shit he's been talking about for the last decade. But Uh-oh. I digress. It's still, you know, it, it you know, it gets the people going. It's provocative. <laughs> right. Yep. So excellent. So I want to talk about the Cheeto again, and I'm talking about the Cheeto in chief, Donald H. Trump, and or whatever his name is, Donald J. Trump. Who cares? In any event, uh, so a few weeks ago, he pardoned this this boxer, uh, Jack Johnson. Not this boxer, the boxer. There's not more of a boxer than that boxer. Yes, his name is Muhammad Ali. Oh, no. We no, would no. also have accepted Iron Mike Tyson. Oh, Keep no, going. no, 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 no. Neither one of those guys would fight 100 rounds. Jack Johnson would fight 100 rounds. That's because that was in a, a a time long, 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 long ago, not too far from slavery. Did he really have a choice? I'm going to go no. <laughs> the white guy fighting him had to fight 100 rounds too, though. Like everybody How do you know the same way. white guy? My understanding is they were tagging in and out, kind of a WWF style. It wouldn't matter. That dude was awesome. He was. Then he messed around and developed him a taste for a white woman. Matter of fact, he might be the first pro athlete in the history of pro athletes to start dating white women. He started He that. might have started this. He started that. That's what I'm saying. He started the whole thing. Yeah. That's how he knew he was on. Yeah. That's crazy. I um I watched the documentary on him and um I guess they what they called it, the what the the crime was was he violated the Man Act. And the uh-huh. Man Act said that you could not take women across state lines for business. Which is a dumb a dumb law for him to get prosecuted on because they weren't business. It wasn't business. Now, be honest. You may have known in my recent readings uh, about, I don't know, about four months ago, I was listening to an audio book called Pimp by Iceberg Slim. Right. So the Man Act actually is a way you bust pimps for transporting women across state lines. Right. Now, am I saying that Black Jack Johnson was pimping? I don't know. I wasn't there. Neither were you. I don't know. How do you know he wasn't pimping? I don't know that, but I think it was a little loose. What it actually was, he was fucking. He was fucking white women, and they hated it. So, Same difference. <laughs> maybe they just assumed that he was paying them, because why would a white woman be with a black man? But nonetheless, yeah. nonetheless, he was he was arrested and actually convicted. He did some time. Mm-hmm. Or actually, he, he escaped the country first. Isn't this the movie Hurricane all over again? <laughs> no, it's a little different than Hurricane, but he escaped just, he, he escaped the country first and then he finally uh, decided just to come on home and did his time. He did Wait, wait, time. wait, 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 hold on. Sorry, I didn't know this. So are you saying they were after him and he escaped to another country? Yes. Then he came back. 
he decided to come back and just deal with it. Good Lord, how long has CTE been a bane to professional athletes? Wow, that's if that's not brain damage, I don't know what is, man. I think he was, he was just such an alpha male. He was like, fuck that shit, I'll just come do my time. And wife draws, okay. Yeah, I'll come do my time. They can't, they, they, you know what I'm saying, they couldn't get anybody to beat me in the ring, so they can't beat me in prison either. He did his time, or he did some of the time, actually. Then he finally got out and had to be, you know, hushed away into obscurity. He pretty much, you know, obviously they weren't going to give him a a, a platform to stand on anymore. I think in the conviction they may have stripped him from his his title from him. You know how it was was very brutal. I think when he left the country, they called him a coward and stripped his title, if I remember correctly from the documentary. But it was pretty sad because, I mean, there wasn't really any proof that he was prostituting women. It was really just the fact that he was with them. So... Fast forward to 2018, and your favorite president decided— I don't want to be an asshole, uh, but I'm a little unsympathetic so far to your uh, recitation of, of Jack Johnson. And, and I think that most deaf black Jack Johnson story actually made me care more about him. Uh, but anyway, yeah, so fast forward now. The Cheeto's doing what Cheeto does. Yeah, your favorite president has decided to— uh, whether it be publicity stunt, whether it be optic, as you call it, decided to sign that piece of paper that nullifies Jack Johnson's charge and allows his family to escape obscurity. Um, I don't think that he gave him the title back, which is probably something that would have mattered too, but I don't know if he has the power to do that. I don't think the president can declare who is a heavyweight <laughs> champion of the world. Now, Trump doesn't know that, but I'm pretty sure you can't do that. Well, I mean, since he was stripped because of the charge and because of all of that, then, you know, it seems like it would go back like retroactive. He was the champ until whatever. Again, somebody should have slid him a sticky and he would have tried to have done it. But in any event... Um, sure. Great. Great for the Jack Johnson family. When did he die again? 1940? I don't know. Does anyone remember this dude? No, because... Did anyone in his family even know the dude that's still alive? No, because he was, he was pushed away into obscurity. That's the thing. See, that's, that's why it's important. Whether or not Donald Trump did it for optics or publicity or whatever, why it's important is because the guy got pushed away to obscurity. Like, he really just had... He was shunned his, the idea because he because of his man act charge, him leaving the country and then having to go to prison and being stripped of his title. Okay. A lot of blacks are railroaded by the system every day and they're still alive. Yeah, but this is a champion. Do you have any pardons for them at that time? But this was the champion. This was this was a guy who they the guy he was fighting, coincidentally, this is the funny part. The the guy he was fighting was named the Great White Hope, which some people call Donald Trump. Huh. <laughs> Isn't that ironic? You know, while we're at it, let's just pardon OJ. <laughs> he should. He should pardon He's OJ. Alive. You know, people love the juice. They do, man. And and he doesn't like black people either, so that should be Well, easy. he's not black, so I think he's okay with some black people, particularly if your name is AC. Right. Other than that, you know, you got to be in the circle. Right, right, right. So what do you, do you have a problem with the pardon of Jack Johnson? I'm not really sure where you stand on this. Well, let's call it a, a Pyrrhic victory. Okay. Meaning it looks like you won something, but you didn't. The Black Jack Johnson uh, pardon really was nothing more than a glorified PR stunt at the time it was made. It has almost zero effect on anything that's going forward. I actually looked into why the Obama administration hadn't done it themselves. And? And one of the things that I saw uh, was that the Obama administration had a history of 
of only wanting to apply pardons to people who are, you know, alive. Right. Additionally, the Department of Justice also did not gave a uh, the Department of Justice actually was was not in favor of pardoning Jack Johnson. Uh, there was some evidence of potential uh, what do they call it. Uh, not spousal abuse, but uh, some sort of uh, abuse with regards to whatever women he was with. That was another reason they didn't want to do it, right. aside from the fact he's been dead for almost 100 years. Oh, no, he was a complete knucklehead at the time. Like, all the reports say he was a complete knucklehead. He didn't, he didn't, he didn't abide by many laws, much less uh, carry out the—he was, was a knucklehead, plain and simple. So, as I said, not a great candidate for pardoning if he hadn't been dead for almost 100 years. So right. there's that. Yeah, I don't. I, honestly, I don't think it does anything for black people. But what it does do is it allows, if there were a uh, a boxing commission that was looking to award some some award him with something, now that can be done. I don't know. That's not really a big deal. Be honest, you don't believe this shit. Moving on. That's not a big so, deal. So this was a clearly deal. a PR stunt, or so I thought. I was ready to write all of this off. And one of the interesting things is that the current, uh, one of the current uh, heavyweight champions, the belt's not unified. It's between two guys. One of them is the bronze bomber, whose last name I can't remember. He's American. He's 40 and 0. The other guy's name is Joshua something or another. He's from, I believe, <laughs> Great Britain. You don't know anybody's he, name, man. <laughs> he's also undefeated. Uh, the guy, his last name is Joshua, is the the Brit. And the guy here is Deontay Wilder, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, he's brutal. He yeah. knows hands of Deontay. Break it down, Deontay. Deontay Swang, man, for real. Yeah. See what I did there? Anywho, so he was there. Sly Stallone was there. I don't know why. Why do people think he can box? You know, in real I life. don't get it. <laughs> and Lennox Lewis was there. Lennox Lewis is not even an American citizen. What the fuck, man? Lennox Lewis is there, and Wilder's there, and they're taking pictures with Sly Stallone. And one of the things that Wilder said, who I is, which makes sense, is that he's not a Trump fan. But what Trump did on paper is a good thing. And Wilder, putting on his prognosticating glasses, said, I hope this isn't just one isolated event. Right. This isn't just one good deed. And I was thinking, sure, 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 whatever. Boy, was I wrong. That gets me to, uh, there was a summit uh, a few days ago between one Kim Kardashian. Kim Kardashian one, West. Please say the West. Yeah. K.K. Dub. Uh, and uh, and Donald J. Trump, and you know, there's a picture of Donald Trump smiling, like you know, he's got you know, he literally the shit-eaten grin. That's that's his that's his his face. And Kim Kardashian doing her best Olsen twin thing with the I'm not smiling with my face or my eyes. Right. So I'm like, yeah, 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 whatever. She is meeting with him for prison reform. I'm thinking to myself, look, I get it. The Kardashians. Love them, some black men across the board. Right, they do. Right. Uh, the generous too. They just they just gotta have them. Gotta touch them all. Heck, even Bruce, maybe. I don't know. No, he's uh, actually marrying. Sorry, a, Caitlin. No, he, he's he's marrying a trans, another trans woman. She's twenty one. Don't he, ask me why I know this, but I also know he went on a date with a black dude. So there's that too. Well, no, he's getting married to this one though. I get it, but he's open. Okay. All right. 
so I'm thinking, okay, <laughs> not that notwithstanding, why the hell is she a candidate to be talking to anybody? Whoever is sitting in the in the Oval Office about prison reform, I figure this is nothing more than a stupid, you know, uh, PR stunt because Kanye is Kanye in again. Right. And uh, what was I wrong? That is uh, mm, that's the sign of me eating crow, man. It's yeah. delicious. No, it's amazing, uh, man. It, it reminded me of when Jesse Jackson went and freed those hostages, and nobody could believe he did it. Hold your horses, all of them. Let's not get crazy. But <laughs> I digress. So what she did was she uh, went as an advocate. Now, I don't know if she was advocating for more than one individual. Have no idea. The right. stories I've read certainly make it seem as if she had been working uh, on this one individual's case particularly. And this individual's name is Alice Marie Johnson. Uh, for those of you out there, uh, you may remember her. She was a character on uh, on uh, Family Matters. I believe she was uh, Carl's uh, sister-in-law. Are you serious? Oh, wait. No. That's the wrong Johnson. Never mind. This That's was, Joe Marie Johnson. Yeah, this Sorry. was this was just a lady who was selling drugs. Damn it, be honest. Never let the facts get in the way of a good story. <laughs> right. <laughs> this is just some <laughs> chick who fell on hard times and decided to sell hard drugs. Sorry, out, guys. Be honest won't let me live with my family <laughs> matters humor, but yes. So she's a lady who had been in jail for a very long time. She's convicted of, I believe it was a drug offense. It was an unviolent offense. For some reason, she was given life without parole. Right. While inside the joint, uh, before Orange is the New Black, she was uh, consistently um, doing things to better herself and better her environment and better her surroundings because she knew, hey, ain't never getting out. Never. So she became an ordained minister and decided to uh, spend her days leading people to the peace that is Christ. Now, I don't know if it was black Christ, uh, white Christ. White uh, Christ. There's no black Christ. There's only Latino a white Christ. Christ. I don't know who she was, but there she is. Was no, there is no black Christ. There's only a white Christ. Right. So whatever it was, that's what she was doing. And she was on her Christian journey. And, you know, she he prayed and she prayed. And won't he do it, be honest? He will do it. He, he does it all the time. He did it again. Yeah. <laughs> and just for the listeners who don't know me, I don't believe that there's any Christ. So when I say there was a white Christ, I'm just joking too. That's just a that's a joke of mine. I kid. But um, so what's interesting to me about this story is the most interesting part is not the life sentence, not the fact that she got life for a nonviolent drug crime and she's a woman, not that she got pardoned after all of these years. Um, it's actually she didn't get pardoned. I think she got commuted. So it's a yeah, little, it. yeah, it's a little difference, but um, it's none of those things. It's that Kim Kardashian West was the person who decided to jump on the prison reform task force and went and got her out. That is that is how amazing. did she know this woman existed? Was this on Lifetime? I think that I heard that um, the lady had been giving calls to people to try to get awareness for her family was calling people and she was making phone calls to people. Some kind of way, Kim Kardashian's antenna popped up. She said, hey, man, this is a way for me to be seen. And I don't even, to be honest, out of all the things that Kim Kardashian has ever done, including taking a mouthful of Ray J's kids, 
I wipe. You know, that's what I was thinking about. I wipe all of that away. I wipe it away like a handkerchief. I wipe all of it away. She. No, I mean, you need a wet wipe. You can't just do that a handkerchief. Then you got to go back over it with like a piece of paper towel or something. First the wet one, then the dry one. <laughs> okay. I always found that dial soap is very effective for semen. Anyway, all of that is washed away in my mind. I don't care what she's done before. I don't care how many dudes she's allowed to lay her. I don't care. The fact I don't I don't care about any of it anymore. The the dumb show and how she's always doing like the the breaking the internet videos or pictures of herself naked. I don't care about all that. She's forgiven. It doesn't matter why she did it. It's the fact that she went all the way, and I mean all the way. She always goes all the way. Yeah, but but she um, did it for somebody else this time. Even if it's even if it's for her in the long run, it doesn't matter. Okay, let me do it this way. All that stuff I said about Jack Johnson on paper, what just happened is why a presidential pardon or an ability to commute a sentence exists is so that people who are deserving of a second chance, people who have gone into a system that we're told is designed for rehabilitation and changing lives. And who actually do that, get a chance to go back into uh, society as a reformed citizen. Right. And so this, I agree with what you're saying regarding Kim Kardashian. Apart from giving birth to two children, because I believe children are, are, you know, that's the prime directive. Apart from doing that, and going, you know, a half or a quarter on a third, this is right up there with the most important things she has done with her one grain of spiritual sand as a human being on planet Earth. Yeah. You have returned a life back to a family because this lady is going to continue her outreach program of working with people because that's in her to do. It's not something she did to get parole. There was no possibility of parole. This is who she is. She's going to continue to talk to people and do good works out there where, uh, wherever she's from. And she's going to continue. And her story is going to inspire others. Right. This is a feel good story. Damn shame. It has to deal with Trump. But other, but except for that, this is a feel good story. But it doesn't have to do with Trump. Actually, I don't, I don't, I'm not letting him take the, I'm not letting him take the credit for this one. I'm seriously giving it all to that amazing woman. <laughs> I give nothing to Trump. He he saw this as the ability to one be attached to a Kardashian, which is obviously a the nothing but pub, and two he's already attached to Kardashian, Kanye. Yeah, but 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 this is like the whole. This is the real Kardashian, not the not the you know the the sub. Kanye is kind of like the the sub, the tag, the fill in. This is the real. This is Mama Kardashian, not I, not Chris. I had all BDSM images when you said that, including Amber Rose and fingers, and you know, whatever. Sorry, but Sorry. yeah, this is this is Mama Kardashian, as far as I'm concerned. He had an ability to attach himself to Mama Kardashian, and also make himself look like he he enjoys black people. So for him, he does enjoy black people, right? But just not the way that he's supposed to. I'm not taking the bait. But so back to what one of the things you and I had talked about earlier was uh, uh, not on the show, but much earlier in the week was so prison. Someone goes in, they have good deeds. They are a model prisoner. They show growth 
shouldn't that person be considered for a pardon? And if that's the case, why aren't there more of these things? Hmm. Well, I, I imagine that most people feel like if you got convicted of a crime, you're supposed to be in jail. So under, it, w- it would have to be some crazy circumstances to reverse that decision. Unless, of course, you got arrested in Philadelphia during that time when that judge was just sending people to jail for ridiculous things. Uh-huh. I think that it would require... Did you send me a story a little bit earlier about some guy that uh, was in prison then had his sentence reduced and get out of prison, and then they put him back in prison? Yeah, well, I mean, that guy, that guy too, though. Um, and actually, the, the article I sent you, it says Mr. Pardon, Pardon Matthew Charles. So Matthew Charles is a guy who was sentenced for some type of crack transaction, um, again, nonviolent. But the crazy part about this guy, about Mr. Charles, was that he did 21 years and... <laughs> He did 21 years, I believe, of a 35-year sentence. Damn. While in prison, he was, not, I, don't, I don't know if you'd call it model, because a model citizen to me just does enough to get by and doesn't get any trouble. Would you consider that okay. to be a model? Uh, I when think, I say model, I, I'm considering if you have any sort of infractions or the, or the like uh, uh, with regard to, uh, did you get any fights with inmates, and et cetera. Maybe I misread the article. Maybe I, I com- I'm conflating him with uh, no, no. Uh, Johnson, but I didn't think he had any infractions. Exactly. During the time. Exactly. Not only did he not have any infractions, though, he was he was teaching. Well, he became a law clerk in there. He took college classes. He taught a GED program. Um, he would Sounds decipher, dangerous. He would decipher court documents for illiterate inmates. Oh, no. Uh, <laughs> uh, what else did he do here? Um, oh, well, when he got out, he got a steady job and a steady girlfriend immediately. And he volunteers every Saturday. At, well, he did volunteer every Saturday at a food pantry. So that um, on top of what you said, he never, not even one time, had a disciplinary action while he was in jail for 21 years. For huh. 21 years. He had a 35-year sentence. He did 21 years um, under Obama's new nonviolent criminal Policy. He was released uh-huh. a couple of years ago, and then his good old. Wait, wait, wait. So we're in 2018. So you mean in 2016? Sure, 2015, okay. 2016, something like that. Somewhere in there. Um, but you know, I guess you can't let a good thing go for too long. So his governor, his mayor, one of those people, one of the one of the people who um who makes the decisions in his state decided that you know. We didn't like that that change that Obama made. Now that he's out of office or he's going to be out of office, let's go ahead and revoke that. So they repealed it and sent this guy back to prison to con- to finish out his 35 years. Still nigga. Yeah, I mean, I don't I don't understand how you could be more of the opposite. Like he did he did everything that you would think the whitest white person would expect out of a rehabilitation. There's, right. there's no, there's so, no further you could go. So, so here's the, so the, so the big question is, what is the purpose of prison? Is it punitive or is it to rehabilitate? Okay, so me and you had this conversation on one of the other episodes. I believe that it's supposed to be for, for rehabilitation. You didn't, you laughed. You not only laughed, you kind of scoffed at that. I do not believe that since um, 
the post antebellum South prison has been used for that. I believe the prison has been used as a method of control uh, for black and brown people. Um, and I think that incidents like this, where you clearly have someone who's no longer a threat to society, uh, yet they go to prison and yet they, they reached back and got him to put him back in. And, and, you know, I also compare it to, uh, remember Michael Vick, he <laughs> killed a dog. Did he and kill a dog? Was imprisoned. No, no, yeah. not even, yeah. not even right at his house. Some things, let me rephrase, at one of his properties, some things were happening with dogs, which he may or may not have been aware of. And because of that, he lost his prime years and wound up in Leavenworth. Yeah. Was that to rehabilitate him? No. That was to punish him. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't was to, to rehabilitate him. Yeah, that was definitely and, punishment. You know, and, and the prison... Pipeline has been spoken about by many, many scholars as of late. And one of the scholars I'm going to pick right now is uh, no, uh, no, none other than Friend to Humanity, uh, cutting edge, outside the box thinker, Jaden Smith. Have you heard about this, Jaden Smith, in his interview recently regarding schools and prisons? No, <laughs> not at all. So essentially, uh, Mr. Smith um, says that there is a correlation between schools and prisons that results in a certain mental conditioning. Um, you have a, for example, you have someone that tells you where and when you can go at certain times. Right. You can only go outside for a certain period of time. You are expected to 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 respect authority, unquestionable you know unquestionable uh, obedience, right, and so on and so forth. And the food's usually terrible. I, uh, I added that one, but it's probably factual. Yeah, and so he, his whole view is that you know schools across the country, and probably most likely those in inner cities, are simply conditioning uh, the masses to be herded into prisons. That's a little crazy. However, if he were actually to focus on what goes on in these urban areas, like, for example, gun control, it's, I'm going to tie it back together to stick with it. All right. Everybody's wondering, well, what should we do to make sure there are no guns in schools? Um, I'm almost 40. Um. I remember a time when there were these things called metal detectors at schools we for had, just such occasions. We had them. So why don't, you know, people use some of those? Right. I digress. The point of it is, is that um, schools, for the most part, I think for people of color, set very low expectations. And some of that is also due to funding, which goes back to a bigger issue for a whole other podcast about systemic racism. And and, that's what I think we're ultimately getting at. The real answer on why this man who went to prison for 21 years was a model inmate, got out, 
was being a benefit to society and was pulled back is for no other reason, I believe, than uh, systemic racism and is motivated to keep, you know, certain people, populations controlled. And, and once you get in the system, it's very hard to be let out of the system. Right. And as that's to me, this is just case in point of someone deciding, oh, no, no, you belong where you are. We're not going to let you back out. You belong where you are. But I did all this doesn't matter because the system, I believe, since post since uh, the antebellum South has, has no longer been set up for rehabilitation with regards to black and brown at all. Right. I, it's just not how I see it. And just to put some suspenders on this, I'm from uh, deep East Texas. And I'm from a part of East Texas where the primary industry – where a lot of people got jobs, where many people in my family worked, was the Texas Department of Corrections and its hub in, in a place called Huntsville, Texas. I've been in prisons. It's a business. This is even before the privatization really took off. Even then, it's just a meat market of how you get free labor and you just have, you know, you just have a subjugated group of people that are providing free labor. Right. I have a prison belt. I don't know where it is anymore. I've had prison haircuts. They were never great. But the point of it is, this is population control. I'm not surprised this happened. I'm more surprised that Miss um, Johnson got pardoned than I am the story about the man who sentence was commuted and then they went back and got him. That makes more sense to me. That doesn't shock me right. as much as this woman getting pardoned. And that's because of just how what I've been trained to think about prison system once they get you in the grid they don't want to let you go i actually have a correction to make it's not going to make much of a difference but i feel like i have to do it because i just want to make sure you're perfectionist the most no just the most accurate information i want when people when people tell this story to other people i want to make sure they have all the correct information so it wasn't the mayor or governor what it was is the federal prosecutors appealed because they said that this guy matthew charles was a career offender, and that's in quotation marks, and therefore did not qualify for the reductions. Uh, the judge said her hands were tied and sent Charles back to prison for another decade. The timelines are important here, and we don't have them, and I apologize because I could not figure it out from the article. It's important. So the federal prosecutor was likely an Obama appointee. Right. Okay, so we got to throw that out. So... What we would need to know to really judge what happened with regards to career offender is what his charges were before that. Was he, a, was he a gang member? We don't really know what he did. Uh, so that might actually be an accurate pronouncement of what of the law because we know back in the 80s, late 80s and early 90s, that the sentencing rules were changed and people were assigned certain titles. You know, a lot of talk has been had about uh, – uh, super predators and et cetera, and what that meant, and some three strikes rules out in California, right. Rockefeller drug rules out on the East Coast or New York. Yep. So, you know, the, the judge's hands may have been tied. And I apologize to the listeners out there uh, that I haven't dug deeper into this issue. So, if he had gang ties, if he had multiple convict, multiple offenses before that, that may actually be factual, which brings to another question. So, even if that were true, then that would mean that that's tacit admission by the rules themselves 
that it's not really about rehabilitation. Yep, exactly. So, okay, well, that's very depressing. Maybe uh, Kim Kardashian <laughs> can her, her uh, his people can contact her people, nice. and, they can get him, and they can you know get her to go see Trump again. She probably got to fuck Trump to get him out. Not a problem. I'm sure you know we don't know what these uh these uh trips to the uh to Dubai that she has without Kanye. We don't know if those consist of. Yeah, you're okay. right. You got to stay we popular. Uh, so back to, to the guy you didn't want to talk about. This is Donald Trump's doing. Donald Trump did have to sign this. Donald Trump is expecting to get some sort of kickback, some sort of acknowledgement from the black and brown community that he's someone who cares. He cares about, about people of color. That's why he did these things. And I'm not buying it. The Jack Johnson thing, you know, that's a low-hanging truth that mattered to nobody. I don't even think Jack Johnson's family even really cares so much that that happened. They've moved on. Uh, meanwhile, uh, Miss Johnson, uh, that's a feel-good story that everybody, you know, no one's going to disagree with that story. That's a good thing. But his, his intention, his motivation, his reasons are messed up. And you know what? At the end of the day, nobody's buying it. Case in point, uh, Philadelphia Eagles. Apparently they won a Super Bowl last year. I think so. It wasn't, it wasn't, I wasn't excited, but yeah, they may have. Shout out to Jamie No Mike. one wanted to go. No, you will not. Not 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 on this podcast, sir. No, you won't. We will. We do not recognize that that Super Bowl championship. We do not. I mean, I, I, I recognize it as much as I would a Cowboys championship. Shout out to Jamie Mack. Let him let him have his day. Jamie Mack, f your team. <laughs> By the way, if you need a car in the Atlanta area, please holler at your boy Jamie Mack. <laughs> it's a shameless plug to get Jamie back. Jamie Mack back on the No Nonsense show. I honestly thought he would have quit a long time before now. Jesus. Well, actually, uh, by the time this show airs, you will know that Jamie Mack did make it back and he did the Friday show. So <laughs> Jamie Mack was back rife with car selling techniques that he tried to use on us the entire night. I was so thrown off by it. Like everything was a sales pitch. doing this? He tried to get me to buy a hundred thousand dollar car the other day. Like, hundred and thirty thousand dollar car. That's like, you know, I got a little bit, but I don't got that. <laughs> uh, and if I had that, you know, I so so the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh apparently Trump says that he's they're not invited to the White House because um he wasn't happy with with uh, with, with the, the the potential group they were planning on sending. Be honest, do you do you know how many people were in that group that Philadelphia was planning on sending? Let me rephrase: that had agreed to go to the White House. Oh, had agreed. So I know because I know a NFL team is like fifty-two players plus coaches, assistant uh, coaches. I'm gonna, give you, I'm gonna give you three guesses. Go. Ten. Strike one. Uh, higher or lower? No, we're not playing that. Just go. Okay, uh, 27. Strike two. Three. Strike three, you're out. One, be honest, one person <laughs> wanted to go. Nick Foles, you're a Super Bowl MVP because he knows he doesn't. he's not even the starter this year. He's right. the only dude that wanted to go. Listen. That's it. 
Bless him. That's he, wanted it. To, he wanted to do the time honor tradition of going to the White House. Well, given that he's from Texas, I'm pretty sure he voted Republican. So it doesn't matter. Either way, he ain't going and they're not going. So that's to me. And <laughs> Philly, if you don't remember, Philly is actually one of the teams that had some uh, Malcolm Jenkins and a couple other players were taking knees, including Chris Long. Right. Uh, yeah, they're they're really into helping the community and really into uh, into uh, protesting. And they were standing with Colin Kaepernick uh, all of last year. Which, you know, which, you know, when that happened, as you know, we're in the middle of a uh, alleged NFL, I'm sorry, NBA playoff uh, run. Right. And, you know. Um, you say alleged because it's set up or because it's not good entertainment? I said allegedly because, um, Dan, to be honest, all I can say is that MJ never got no broom in the finals. No, he didn't. Oh, please. He never played a four-man MJ, super team. MJ never got no broom in the finals. He man. never played please. a four-man super team with two men that are dope off the bench either. Never. I'm just saying he never got not one broom, but two brooms. Six great players. Two brooms, man. Six two. great players. One for every ring Jordan got. You know, they went back when he was his last, his second to last year in Cleveland. They got beat by the Spurs. They got the broom. Yeah. And they about to get this broom too. Because so I ask you this. You think J.R. Smith's going to drink more or less after yesterday? <laughs> he is to the top. He's going to drink it to the top. All right. So point being, though, while this is going on, before this got out of hand, they asked the players, LeBron, you know, what he thought about it. And if, you know, and LeBron said flat out, whoever wins this series, bless his heart, whoever wins this series, no one's going to want to invite to go. No one's going to the White House. Right. Paraphrasing, of course. Then they asked Stephen Curry, who really, really, really loves Jesus and apparently keeping uh, Aisha Curry pregnant. Um, he's really underestimating that bounce back. Sorry, female listeners, this is true. He's really <laughs> underestimating her snapback game. He really is. So Steph Curry, being a company man, for the most part, says that essentially that the Warriors would just do what they did last year, which was not go. Right. Steve Kerr, who Michael Jordan punched in the face. In practice, very hard. To bring the best out of him. Because he's a great guy, right? Because Michael Jordan is a great the best guy. out of him. You know, maybe if LeBron punched J.R. Smith in the face, <laughs> he'd stop being drunk at games. How about that? <laughs> Anyhow. I- I think um, I think that Tyrone Lue has a lot to do with that that issue too. He should have called timeout as a coach. He should have been paying attention as Tyrone well. Tyrone Lue can't call timeouts. LeBron calls timeouts. <laughs> Whatever. I wish Tyrone Lue would waste one of LeBron's timeouts. Man, <laughs> you're funny. Be honest. Tyrone Lue's the coach. That's funny. Um, anywho, so uh, so yeah, so they asked Steve Kerr, and Steve Kerr said essentially what every rational human being should be thinking, which is championship should be a time of celebration for the teams and the nation. It should be a time of bringing people together. And no one's going to willingly go visit Donald Trump until, well, no one's going to do that. And then he said something which is funny because he's a cold-hearted killer because he learned it from MJ is that, Pretty sure things will get back to normal in three years. Ha ha, funny. So, <laughs> three years is another election, by the way, guys, out there. Trump, and out Trump there, is going to win again, by the way. Go ahead. Yeah, you said LeBron would win in seven. So, whatever it be. Anywho, so um, I have a compromise. 
Are you ready for it? I'm ready. All right. For the next three years, if you win a championship in a major athletic event, you ready for it? Yep. Backyard barbecue at President Obama's crib. What? <laughs> okay. <laughs> I think that you have to go meet with Trump. We gotta open no, up. No, man. No, no. We gotta open up these lines of communication. No, nah, just because you're not just because you're not the sitting president don't mean you ain't the president. What do you call Bill Clinton when you see him? Mr. President. Bill? Bill? Nah. You don't call him Mr. President, man. Well, so you go be honest. You see President Bill Clinton anywhere, and you have an opportunity to meet him, and you go up and shake his hand, what are you gonna call him? You're not gonna, gonna call him Bill. You're gonna say, hello, Mr. President. Honestly, I think I have to call him sir or Mr. President because I was in the military. I think I'm supposed to. I don't know though. I don't I don't know but the you rules. Know, once you're in, you're always in. Damn. Yeah, I think I think so. I think you I think you have to like the president, the commander in chief has a certain, you know, I don't know. I don't I don't know the ruling, but something like that. Well, the point is, you can do the same thing with President Obama at the backyard barbecue. Yeah. Come on. This is a great idea. I know it's a good idea. I'm really disappointed you're not getting behind this. No, no, I'm gonna, it's a good idea. I'm going to I'm going to tweet at uh, 44. I'm going to holler him on Instagram. I'm going to try to make this happen. Everybody out there, we're, we got to put we got to band together. We got to make this happen. Championships at President Obama's crib, backyard barbecue. Everybody's invited. BYOB. Don't bring ice. I think yes. that um that may because of the megalomaniac we have in sitting in president's seat. I think that may make matters worse though. It won't. Nobody likes him. Not even the Secret Service. Yeah, but he likes him. And if he and if he sees that, if he sees people picking Barack over him to have a barbecue and go after a championship, then it's going to offend him. And then that closes down the lines of communication, which is what we need open. About what? Anything. We don't know. Maybe pardoning some more people. I think he's going to do that because I think that he's getting. He's going to get a kind of a. And unintentional or intentional like bump in yeah. in like his numbers because you know when you do good things people are not going to kill you because you do something good they're just not it's not how we're wired as human beings if someone does something good we usually like it period so because of where he is with his uh what you know his his approval ratings whatnot I think we're going to actually see him pardon more people that's pretty cheap for him to do. All he has to do is vet it, vet the person, and feel somewhat comfortable with it. I think his uh, son-in-law, Kushner, has some weird-ass story about how his daddy went to jail for, like, a white-collar crime or something. I don't really recall the details. Let him so out. this strange guy, Kushner, who's a child of privilege, apparently has some weird, messed-up mental issues about people being in jail. And so he's going to continue to... To push this forward, at least until you know he's in jail for uh, treason, um, and he'll go before <laughs> Trump does. Um, so we got to take advantage of his window. You know, I got a cousin. You know, who st- he's like he's a cousin, but he's not a cousin cousin. I Means like he's a cousin, but he's like you know maybe tw- maybe twenty twenty five years older than me. And 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 so you know it's all petty stuff, nothing major, you know, right. just at one time. And right. so you know we just gotta get to get our letters together, 
uh, hit up the E Network. Get to get to get to, to Kim, Chloe. Chloe's who you want. You know, you get you get Chloe's ear. He got Kim's ear. It, it's, it's just everybody knows that. Yeah, I don't know. I I don't I don't know if that's gonna work out that great. But um, now's the time, man. Yeah, Take but- your shot. He's looking for cheap pop. That's a wrestling term. He's looking for anything he can get to get some sort of positive reaction. I predict there will be at least two to three more pardons before he's out of people of color. You mean before his his term is over, before he gets arrested? Because you said he's going to get arrested. I said what I said before he's out. Okay. Uh, One way or the other. That'll work. I, I'll, I'll agree with that. That'll work. Be honest, are you tired tonight? I'm not, but I'm I just not. I don't believe anything you're saying. I think you're just saying it. You like this guy. Go ahead and admit it. What you're, I like is my like idea about a barbecue. Like you know, Joe Biden probably be there too. I like it, Joe Biden. Just admit he it. can't you're be president, starting, but I like Joe Biden. Just admit that you're starting to like the Trump. You know what? I'm gonna be honest. I'm gonna be all the way honest. No pun intended. All right. My mom, a long time ago, bought me some Trump cufflinks. <laughs> what does that mean? I threw them away when he won. <laughs> that I doesn't did. mean anything either. I have such disdain for this individual. It, it's, it's ridiculous. It, but he's it really is. He's growing on you. All the topics tonight were about Trump in some way. I think he's growing on you. I can feel it. No. I open this up by giving the great news about Drake's recovery. That has nothing to do with Trump. Not yet. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. But in any event, you know, that's, that's, I think that Trump is going to look great in orange. I just can't wait. He's already orange almost everywhere else. So no, but yeah, everywhere, all orange, everything. I cannot wait. And this fool thinks he can pardon himself. I cannot wait for this. So here's the thing. (laughs) I don't believe that he's going to win re-election if he doesn't get impeached beforehand. One. Two, the only way he would win re-election is if the same loopholes are open as were open during the last election term that allowed Russia to interfere, which they probably will be. So you're, st- you're still saying that Russia got him elected? Come on, man. Like, wh- how long is it going to take before you guys stop this shit? Like, come on. Give me a well, break. Be honest, you're the type of guy that goes outside and, and and looks directly into the sun and pretends that, you know, it's nighttime. During the the facts are, are pretty clear that the Russians, I mean, Mitch McConnell even said as much a week ago. What are you talking about? This happened. Okay, so if it happened, he's not behind bars. Explain it's not a small deal to put oh, okay. a, a, sitting, a sitting president in, you know, in, in jail. You know, if you just do that immediately, it has the appearance of anarchy. Uh, so what they're doing is actually, this is how it has to go. It's only really been a year. They're building a case. You can't even get a, you can't even get a civil case to a, to a jury in under a year. Right. This guy is grabbing vaginas everywhere. He's saying the most wild, like, if... if yeah, he, he's looking at eclipses and all this stuff, and you think he won. You really do. <laughs> If he were gonna get got, he would have got got. It's time to it's time to to put down your guns. Nope. It's time to put down your guns. And Speaking of which, I do want a gun. You don't have a gun. I'm not gonna air out my business because I think I've told the listeners about the area I live in. 
Who doesn't have but, a gun? Look, I married a native Californian. She had some ideas about things. I haven't been in my home state in a while. Back home, I had guns. I'm fairly certain. But I, here, I was, it was never an issue. But now, yeah, now it needs up. I want to, I need, I need a, need a handgun and a shotgun. Mossberg, that's what I want. I don't even have a shotgun, but I have a gun, and you have to have a gun. I don't. Not, Look, I'm agreeing with you. Okay, okay. I'll, 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 I'm agreeing with you. This has to happen. Okay, because, I'll, holster, I'll holster my gun. I'll holster it. It's about to pop off any any second now. I don't. I don't even know. I don't. I'm not sure what's going on. The, the world's a crazy place right now. Nah, I'm and, just saying. Period. You just just to have in your home. I, I'm yeah. not the guy that drives around with a gun, like in my car or anything, or has a concealed permit where I carry it around on my hip at Popeyes, like I see some idiots do. I'm not that guy. However, if wait, you wait, 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 I don't. Hey, did you see that video with the FBI agent? No. So, there's an FBI agent at a party, and he decides that he's going to to get his groove on, and he starts doing all this jumping and gyrating and pop locking, and he try, does some. I, I, it's either a cartwheel or a somersault attempt. And at some point, his gun goes down his pants and lands on the ground and discharges, shooting someone in the leg. What? An FBI agent. <laughs> what the hell? And for those of you keeping count out there, yes, he was white. Wow. He plasco burst at the uh, the. Banquet. No, he didn't shoot himself. That's worse. He yeah, shot I mean, somebody he, else. Yeah, he shot somebody in the leg. It doesn't matter. Somebody got yeah. shot in the leg, regardless if it was himself or not. But I'm saying... Was this at like a, a FBI banquet or something? Why was he dancing? No, it seemed like a party. What the what kind of party? I don't know. But he's just dancing and doing all this extra stuff. I mean, I'll give it to you. He was killing it up until then. I'm like, what's that bowl in his pants rolling down his leg? And all it's a gun and it discharges. And he just wow. picks it up and puts it back and keeps on doing what he's doing. He didn't know the person got shot, I'm assuming. No. Well, how he couldn't hear his gun discharge, I don't, that would kind of be, you know. Wow. Where I'm from, you know, gun discharging means go do something else now. Yeah, everybody should have scattered. They didn't. Oh. White people, again. Yeah. Well, no, everybody scatters when a gun goes off, not just black people. For those keeping score. Um, yeah, so that was, yeah, so I don't ever want to be that guy. It's walking around with concealed carry and accidentally shooting people because they'll give me the chair. I don't understand why people want to carry guns around in public. I just to me, it's it's off putting. I'm a, I'm very uncomfortable in a place when I see somebody carrying a gun, and then I look at the person I'm, and I'm trying to judge their character. I'm like, those don't see this person doesn't seem like they're the, they're a good person. Like I feel like they're either one using this to show off, or two they're they're doing they're carrying it because. They want to shoot somebody. Like, I've never seen a person. I that believe wasn't. it's the last one. If you remember, there was a shooting in Texas about, what, three weeks ago? Two weeks ago. Two or three weeks ago. Remember that shooting in Texas? Nope. We're already numb to it. There was a school shooting in Santa Fe. Oh, 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 the, the school shooting. I thought you just meant like a. No. Yeah, I, mean, I remember so, that. So outside the school, shortly after the shooting, the same day, you've got a guy who shows up wearing not quite jorts, but shorts, Teva sandals. He's got an American flag 
and he's got a gun on his hip exposed at the scene of the crime. This is America. Why? He couldn't explain why. They asked him, he couldn't explain why. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not down for the scene of the crime. This is America. Yeah, I'm not down for the carrying it around town thing. I think that I'm very uncomfortable when I see people doing that, even if they're not aggressive at the moment. It's just, I feel very uncomfortable because I don't understand what, what is going on in their life where they feel like they're in so much danger that they need to carry a gun around. This is not Lebanon or, you know what I'm saying? This, this is. And on that vein, if you decide to change your mind, you probably should shave that beard if you're going to do that. <laughs> no, my gun stays at home. And if somebody comes into my house, then they're going to know I got a gun. Otherwise, no one will know except the people who listen to this show and you. So literally, you're telling me no one knows except hundreds of thousands of people worldwide. Right. Fair enough. Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, they don't know where I live, so there'll be a surprise for them, too. Right, right, right. So earlier today in the Slack room, unrelated, they were talking about something called the dark web. Do you know anything about the dark web? Because I really need to get on the dark web to see what's going on. I don't think you do, actually. The dark Why web not? Is, because it's the, the whole thing to me seems like a setup. Like I know that seems it's supposed to be like a setup. Huh? Seems like a setup. Right. But you don't know. What's on what's on dark web Amazon? Well, I don't well it's not it, I think I don't think it's set up the same way as like the regular net to where you you know what I'm saying? I think you have to know exactly where you're going. There's not like a I don't believe that there's a like a search bar. I think I it's more set up I could get nunchucks. <laughs> you probably could. You can get anything. You can get Children's slaves, if you wanted to, though. I don't nah. want to be. In, Wait, I don't. Well, they probably eat less than normal slaves. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Seems iffy. Seems iffy. I would like a butler for the low, though. <sighs> you could probably get that, though. And that, that's what I'm saying. I don't want to be there. You can. There. That's where they do all the scam. The scammers get stuff like credit card numbers and Bitcoin. The Bitcoin lie thing. All is that, that is still a thing, by the way. Well, I mean, you know, it, it's always going to be a thing. I still see the ATMs here in Atlanta, but anybody who's still buying Bitcoin and is feeling like that's going to be the next thing, I don't know what exactly. No, that here. ship is already sold. What I want to know is, is, is cryptocurrency a thing or is it dying out? It was never a thing. That was the problem. It was always virtual. It was never more than a piece of paper saying, hey, this is what you got. And if, that, if you lose that piece of paper, you lost it all. That's not a thing to me. I'm about to go full full matrix on you. Okay. Let's go down this rabbit hole, be honest. What about your bank account? Ain't that the same thing? Yep. Your bank account statement. Yep. It's the same thing except for except, except for, for except for there's a lot of corroborating evidence that that money is mine. Whereas with Bitcoin, all you have is that piece of paper. What is your money tied against? Oh, no, we're not talking about the value of a dollar bill. That's not what I'm talking about. What I'm saying is the value of your Bitcoin is literally in your hand. And if you don't have that, you have nothing. There's no corroborating evidence. There's no screenshot you could have taken. There's no, there's nothing. There's no one who can do a, a audit trail. There's no way to trace, there's no way to trace Bitcoin. What do you I'm, think I'm, is going to happen when a cyber attack hits major bank financial institutions? I'm not saying that the American dollar is not based on bullshit as well. That's not what I'm saying. Listen to listen to what I'm what I'm the point I'm trying to make is that as fragile as the American dollar and our banking system and the digital currency that we use now instead of paper money even, 
as much as that's not really sitting on much, it's very precarious. As much as it is, Bitcoin is far, far worse. Far worse. Based on what? Based on the idea that there's not even a way to trace it under under good conditions. Under 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 normal working conditions, the only way you can trace is it if you have the piece of paper that tells you what your Bitcoin is. And then it can be traced through whatever that piece of paper says, from what I understand. Other than that, there's no corroborating evidence. Whereas with a bank account, at least there's a there's a private party involved, and then there's you, and you have you know what I'm saying if you can prove that, then there there has there's there's a there's still a way to sue somebody or do something if your account goes wrong. With Bitcoin, there's no way to find out. There's no way, and that's why so much of it is that's why so much of it is phony. That's why there's so much of the the dark web has so much Bitcoin type activity happening on happening on it, to where people were selling Bitcoins that weren't even real. It's because there's no way really to trace it. There's no way to prove that it's that it's there. We've all agreed what a dollar bill is and how much a dollar bill is worth. We've all agreed. We've signed that social contract. Bitcoin upends that social contract. You know, I really wish that once you know we grow as a podcast that whenever King Kunta is about to drop truth bombs, the fuck shit up. I can just have that old school <laughs> triple six mafia, juicy J. Yeah. Ho, in the background. <laughs> yeah. Ho. So right. <laughs> let's talk about your bank that you, it's traceable. So the FDIC only insures an $250, amount $250,000 per depositor. Yep. Anything yep. over that. Mm-hmm. Don't have it. It's gone. Sorry, sir. Well, guess so, what? I'm good. No one likes it when you <laughs> joke. Secondly, <laughs> I forget whether it's the Rothschilds or Koch, Coke. One of those guys, whichever is the most Satan-y of them. Rothschild. He pulled money in, out of the U.S. Uh, out of U.S. money, out of the U.S. economy, and invest in some cryptocurrency. About oh, rumor is about eight months ago, okay. right around the time they're trying to uh, change these net neutrality laws. Coinky dink. Hope these lines aren't tapped up. Anyhow, so I don't know, man. At the end of the day, the money is tied to what the people who control the money say it is. And I don't know who those people are, and I don't think you do either. I don't. And so we're, you know, all, you know, I I bank with Bank of America. And so if something happens with that and they don't got, you know, and they they say they don't got it, all the snapshots, screenshots in the world is not going to do anything. It's not going to do me any good. Right. I think like your boy Jimmy Back says, you got to invest all of your money in post-apocalyptic things such as toilet paper and bottled water. Okay, are you are you ready? Are you ready? I don't have a gun, so that answer is no. However, I do have an axe. Yeah, ho. Yeah, exactly. ho. I'm about to drop it back on you. Listen, what you were saying a second ago is is I agree with completely. Yes, the people who are in charge say how much we got and what it is and where it is. And if we if they decide to turn it off, then the faucet's closed and I can't get to my money. Right. Right. But at least you know, at least you know one place to go to find out about that money. Whereas if cryptocurrency fails, who are you going to go call? Who are you going to go see? Please tell me. Name one well, person's name. Hold on a second. The other day, I was uh, rolling, tooling around downtown Los Angeles, late to work as usual. I'm only late because I didn't want to go. 
You a late, I saw a car. You're a late person, man. Yeah, pretty much. But I, I, I get in late. I stay late unless I don't. Okay. Um, and I saw this car. Hold on a second. I'm just trying to pull this up. This is great podcasting, though. It's. You know, I know you guys cannot wait to see the picture <laughs> that I'm pulling up that you will never see. Long story short, I saw a car. Oh man, that dealt with this little cryptocurrency issue we're talking about. Oh, here it is. Got your crypto backed by gold? Start for less than a thousand than a hundred dollars. Eight one eight nine four two. No, 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 That was on a car. It was on a car. Like it was wrapped. Yeah, it was. <laughs> it was. It was. So I guess some people are trying to back cryptocurrency by gold. Right. Okay. So my question is though, is that number going to still be in service when you call for customer service? How the hell should I know? It's on a Toyota Camry. I gotta say it's a bit shaky. So <laughs> <laughs> you didn't tell us what the kind of car it was. I was assuming it was like a nope, a not a Tesla, not a, not a nice German automobile. No, this is a you know, in his defense, it's a brand new Tesla. I mean, it doesn't, I mean, not sorry. It's a brand new Camry. Right. See, I was trying to make it a Tesla. It's not a Tesla. It's a brand new Camry. Brand but. new like 2019 or brand new like 2018? Because, you know, the cars are are factory year ahead. Mm, they I couldn't even get a 2019? Come on, No, man. no, I don't know about that one. I don't know about that one. It looks like he might have made a deal because <laughs> they were trying to move him off the lot. It was new to him. If so, yeah. So you got to That's it's a real issue. You just pointed out people are having to figure out all that cryptocurrency they bought, I don't know, two or three months ago, four months ago, what is it backed by? And I guess this guy is going to back yours by gold. Yeah. And he can start you at less than a hundred bucks. My son wants to invest in gold. He thinks that, you know, once everything falls away, that's all that'll be valuable. And I was telling him that I think, I think that that's a mistake also, not because gold won't maintain its value, it will, but it just, it won't be tradable because it's so heavy and it's so, you know, there's, it's hard to move around. So you won't be able to move it anywhere. If somebody wanted to come steal it from you, they could because it, you can't move it anywhere. So mm, where are you going to get a gold bar from? Yeah, I don't know. I have no idea. I haven't all seen, the, I've, I've never. gold bars have America's seals on them. I've never seen we a all, gold bar. We all learned this in the, Indiana, in the Indiana Jones series, really. You can't, you know, having a gold bar is not going to help you. It yeah. really isn't. Well, the thing is, though, is that um, where are you going to spend a gold bar anyway? So with the value, even though it would re- retain its value as gold, gold will have no value because that's not something that you can eat. And if the if the country really fell like that, if the world fell like that, things like you said, you know, food sources, uh, water, toilet paper. toilet paper. Yeah, that kind of stuff is going to be far more valuable than a, a stick of gold. So... It doesn't matter if you buy gold, silver. It doesn't matter if you buy Bitcoin. None of that really matters because when the, the empire falls, yeah. I don't know if it's going to fall because I think they would have, they would not have let Trump have been president this long if he could make it fall. But, you know, we'll see. I think that, I think that let me see what year. This is year one. I think that by year 3.25, you're going to be fully all the way come around and you're going to be a Trump fan by then. I think if, if once black unemployment goes down a little bit more, because I mean it's still down, it's still down after a year. And no matter Shocker. how, no matter how much you you know you hate him, it's still going down. It's not it's not it didn't sit steady. It's still going down. So 
I think that when it gets down, you know what I'm saying, a little lower, you're going to come all the way around. And you're going to realize that a lot of the stuff that was that people were saying and, you know, that was happening may not have necessarily been all Trump. Maybe there was some other stuff going on, but we'll see. You know, just like when, when LeBron gets this Game 7 victory. Is LeBron using a Beijing kit on that ball spot in the top of his head? Because it seems a little bit more fuller during press conferences than yeah, actually during the game. It's really bad. You can actually see the point of demarcation between his real hair and that and thing. Hair. Yeah. Because during the press conference, like he has a geek. The last two I saw him in, he's got it together. Like he's put in a filler in there. Before no, he was he's been wearing camera. hats. He's been wearing hats in the press conferences. You mean before the game? After the game, he's been wearing uh, hats every time. Uh, yesterday, or the last game he played, he wasn't. No, no, he, he wore a hat. Wasn't, he wasn't wearing a hat. In game one. When he got mad, like you know, like a like like a like a like a black mama, and and he got up and got his his, his sunglasses and his and his purse and left. He wasn't wearing a hat. <laughs> you remember what I'm talking about? When he got up. And I don't know. How you gonna ask me what Jr. thinking? He got up and got his stuff. No, he wasn't wearing a hat. And okay. then the last game at the end of the press conference. He wasn't wearing a hat. I think he was, but it doesn't matter. Nonetheless, the, it's it's getting bad, but I don't think he's going to shave it all the way off. You're not yet. Not till no, it becomes a Laker. He's not shaving off. He's putting in new hair. He did the procedure. It's just not. It's just oh. not filling in in the top part. I thought you said Bijan. That's not Bijan. And Bijan is that dye. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm thinking he's putting dye to cover up hair? the spaces on top because the new hair is not. This is an interesting uh, side we've gotten on here. <laughs> Let's just stop it here. <laughs> Let's just, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> this has been another exciting episode of Black on Both Sides. Yeah, As I hope. You know, sometimes we agree, sometimes we don't, and sometimes we just wind up off on tangents. Uh, <laughs> I seven. want to say thank you again for giving us a listen. Uh, we're we're still, you know, well, let me rephrase. I'm still looking for your criticisms, your comments, your suggestions. Hit me up in the Slack. Uh, let me know what you think. Let me know uh, where I can improve. Because at the end of the day, without you guys, I'm just a dude talking to another dude in non-poetry form. That sounds real gay. Listeners, you know you oh, can... Oh, by the way, happy Pride Month, everyone. Happy Pride to Jay Smooth. Happy Pride, French Reginald. Happy Pride, Nathan, Pride to Nathan Nice. Happy Pride to you, be honest. Happy Pride Month. <laughs> I'm good. Appreciate you, bro. <laughs> I'm coming from all the money. How dare you? Happy Pride to all of our prideful listeners out there. Listeners, if you don't, if you're not in the Slack, you can always also leave us feedback or comment just below the show on the website. So there's a little area down there that allows for comments. Make sure you leave that there and I'll get the information to King Kunta or he can look at it himself or whatever. But we appreciate you guys listening to Black on Both Sides where nothing is black and white.